Celtics beat the. Let's see what's going on. I think uh, the Celtics beat the Warriors. What about like three points? Uh, I ain't surprised. Let's see. I mean, they they seem like they want it more right now. You know, who does? Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. Nah, man. Let, let me ask you something. It's like, good so, drama series. Um, yeah, it, it is always drama to to do that stuff. It let is. me ask you seriously, like, Go ahead. if the Warrior, if someone someone said that if Curry won this finals and was finals MVP, mm-hmm. he would be over Magic Johnson. Would you would you agree to that, or what's your thoughts on that? Like, what are we talking about here? Like better than Magic? Like like of... saying he's on the Mount Rushmore. I don't think he'll ever be on the Mount Rushmore. And why is that? I just think the way that the media and then the way the NBA is, it just he won't be looked at that way for whatever reason. Okay. I just figure at this point already in his career, 34 years old, uh, but three championships to his name, uh, no finals MVPs, NBA MVP season. Um, even if he gets this one, I don't think, just only because of the magnitude of Magic in L.A. during that time being – a big factor for the NBA's growth where Steph Curry is kind of just, he's not advancing the NBA to like greater heights as a business per se. It's just, he's existing as one of the better, more seasoned players. He did change the league though with uh with three point shooting. I can see that. Right. But I mean, let's just say like, uh, who was a guy that has changed the league? Uh, I mean, on that note, I mean, so you would say it's more like a Shaquille O'Neal situation with Steph Curry, where it's like, damn, he fucking shooting from half range, man. We gotta, yeah, gotta get this motherfucker. I mean, in that regard, I mean, then if you compare that, what did Magic do to change the game besides being a six nine point guard? Changes game. Well, excitement, running gun, different. That's what I would say. Probably, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. he didn't change the game as what. I mean, maybe he did because it was more running running gun at that time. I mean, the Showtime Lakers and that offense was known for that, you know. But he'd be uh, always tied to Larry, too. Like, and that's not a bad thing. It's just what it is, right? Like, that's what I said. I said he's a bigger legacy only because he still has hands in the NBA. Not to say Steph won't. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I just think, you know, fucking point guards get a bad rap. We talked about it before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to be like Isaiah. And Isaiah had to be in Detroit and had to have that story be part of his shit during the time of, you know, great 80s and 90s players. That was Isaiah's run. I mean, Chris Paul. Will Chris Paul even be mentioned? You know what I'm saying? I mean, probably not. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer for sure, right? Yeah. But, I I mean, like, and I try not to be impartial because I'm like a a Laker fan or one-sided because I'm a Laker fan, but, like, I don't see... I don't see Curry being over Magic for a couple reasons. Like, Curry has changed the game because of three-point shooting. And if you're talking about just that one side of the game, then, yeah, he... Overwell, overweighs magic, right? Mm. But then when you look at like certain things with magic, in my opinion, like uh, when you talk about total points generated from a player, and you look at magic, you you look at he almost averaged nineteen point five points a game and about eleven point two assists. If mm. if you added every assist just as two points, that's about twenty two point four points coming mm. from just him. You're averaging, you're getting about forty points a game from him on just offense of efficiency, and then also you get like seven to eight rebounds, mm-hmm. you know? But Magic, like, the from from not only just like that, but five championships, right? Mm-hmm. Three finals MVPs, yeah, right? I, I don't know how many MVPs he has. I think he has four maybe. I don't Jeez. know. I have to look it up. Three MVPs in general. Jeez. 
Um, I have to look that part up. But I, like when we when we look at just the numbers or the the accolades, like with the Curry, you're like he's got three finals, final championships. Oh, but he's never got a finals MVP, and you're the star. Wait a minute, you weren't even the star when Kevin Durant came. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's you, what I'm saying. You, like you weren't. Yeah. You were. You were still the the the, the dude, but it was ended up being Kevin Durant was the the main guy. Mm. And I don't know if that was because to appease him or make him happier. I but. think that's just the way he plays. I mean, look at it today. Like it's kind of like it's uh, he's off the ball, and he's not a ISO guy. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Durant or, or uh, about Curry. Uh, Curry? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it just for TV sake or for entertainment sake, it's the three point shot that it's accredited to him. And to me, it's the same vibe as like when, like Reggie Miller to me was kind of the first like Dennis will shooting threes. Like, yeah, man, this is crazy. So. I'm not saying he's Reggie Miller because Reggie Miller wasn't able to, you know, attain championships and shit like that. But in my head, I'm thinking Steph Curry's, you know, it's just the way media works and the way the NBA is in today. He's just not going to be that in the long run for whatever reason. That's just how the NBA works. I mean, the argument can be made, you know, great basketball player, great IQ, whatever all the accolades he has. But in terms of the main talking points, something about him just not being that guy. It's like saying... I don't know who's a small, but like Floyd Mayweather and Mike Tyson. You're like, dude, both oh, fucking great, yeah. but you're kind of like. you're going to say Mike Tyson, most likely. A lot of people say Mike yeah, Tyson. Heavy, heavyweight, heavyweight and bigger people usually get more love because. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just that people don't really understand. Well, they understand how difficult it is for a big person to do it. Mm. I don't know if they really understand how hard it is for a short person to do it. No, they don't preach you know, it like that. Yeah. Like Isaiah Thomas, right? Not to, not, not the. Not the uh, the Detroit one, but the yeah. ex Sacramento Kings player, yeah, right? Five four, five nine, <laughs> averaging twenty seven to twenty eight points a game. The 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 level of difficulty for him to do that mm. is astronomical in the NBA. And I and I, I joked around. I was like, just for that, he should be in the Hall of Fame. But for that, he's not even signed to a team like no. a full contract. Anyways, well, he was yeah, signed a lot ten of other days because yeah. yeah, he got injured and a bunch of like all types of shit. drama. Yeah, like kind of fucked up. Where you're like, damn, like. Those are one of those situations where you realize, you know, life isn't fair. It is. It's definitely not fair for people. I think for a certain height and in certain stature. You well, know what shit I'm in that sport, yeah. You know, in that sport, for sure. But even then, he proved himself. So, but like it going to say, it's like I agree with you. Like, damn, being able to do that, understanding, but yet in the way that people view it, and the way media is going to view it, it's going to be a non-topic. Yeah, just because it doesn't have an appeal like that for whatever reason. Even with the factors like how many how many uh, five ten and below players have there been, and yeah. how many has ever averaged that, mm-hmm. especially today's. You know, it's like all these things, and you and you and you look at the difficulty of it, yeah. and you're like, yeah, he should be. Now the funny thing is, right? We say that, and then there's a Hall of Famer basketball because of the basketball Hall of Fame. Would you believe that Vladi Divac is a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Just based on why is his that? European influence, probably. The influence of European, yeah, right? That's so you're looking at someone who, in the NBA, never averaged over 20 points a game. Mm. You know, his his one accolade, I believe, was one all-star game. Mm. And then one uh, rookie, what was it, rookie, all-team all rookie, right? All-team rookie. And he's, in a, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Telling you, man, that that's it makes sense for the NBA because you're trying to grow a business. So you would look at a guy like that, and because of him and his involvement with the NBA through 
the transition of Lakers Showtime to being, uh, you know, a key cog in Kobe getting to L.A., to being uh, part of the rebuilding process of Sacramento. That does not say any of that on the Hall of Fame, but go ahead. No, but I'm yeah. saying, though, but for the NBA to be like, all right, even though he doesn't have the accolades, like on paper, we got to dub this fool something because he was able to be a representative for the world. So, I mean, they won't say that. And clearly you're pointing out, hey, this fool didn't have no accolades yet. He's in that. Yeah. I'm like, those are the weird things where We're for like, whatever like reason. Mark Price. You would think oh, Mark Price a is a baller, right? Baller. You think he would probably be a nomination for a Hall? Oh, nope. Not even mentioned. Not even people get people get him mixed up with Steve Kerr, John Paxton, uh, John he, Stockton, Jeff it's not, even clo- it's not even close. If you no. look at what he was dropping at that oh, time, he was dropping and shooting numbers ninety and, shit. and, and shooting ninety percent from yeah. free throw. Yeah, he was original Steve Kerr. Yeah, and he played full minutes. Brad just, Doherty, just like uh, I always always put for Kevin Johnson, but we already know Kevin Johnson yeah, won't be because mm-hmm. of the situation. I at before you know the triple doubles of of Westbrook. It was very unlikely that you'd see a point guard average 20 and 10 multiple seasons in a row. Mm. I think Magic had two of them. Yeah. Right? Kevin Johnson had three of those. There you go. You know? But, you know, that's what happens when you... And I'm talking about 10 to 10. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting to... Why isn't he recognized? One, height. Second, maybe his political endeavors and his fallout during that thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what's strange about... And I, I always go back to the NBA as a business, man. It's a smart, it's a fraternity too. You got to think like how many players given in a year, year in year. How many players in the Hall of Fame? Small, small fraternity of players. Yeah. And you figure the only way the sport gets better is if these the media is tied LinkedIn and you're selling storylines. Like right yeah. now, storyline in the fucking finals, right? This year, this is year twenty twenty two. The finals are Celtics versus. Uh, Warriors. Warriors, Jason Tatum and the Kobe connection. Yeah, that, they've been pushing that hard. Yeah, I mean, you uh, were like it. It, it kind of disgusts me, and I'm pretty sure it disgusts like Laker fans or not Laker fans, Celtics fans. Yeah, he's wearing like a Laker purple mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like why they're pushing that storyline. So clearly, Jason Tatum's gonna have something you know big during the this run, whatever it is. I mean, I look at it like this: whatever they're saying in the media. That's the person to look for. Yeah. Like GP, you know, Gary Payton II. They've been, he's going to come in. He's going to be a, a factor. He's going to do GP here. You know, so he's he's a guy. Uh, Steph is a guy. Like, dude, he hasn't had an MVP yet. He hasn't had an MVP yet. So I don't know if they're trying to, you know. Push that. Push that narrative. narrative. Yeah. Yeah. See, so it, the storylines are set up. And I think, you know, they're looking at the algorithms like, damn, okay, how are we doing on viewership? How are we doing on this? You know, all those. And on top of that, now with the online betting shit, you're thinking, with that money being betted on across, you know, I'm assuming the globe. Yeah. How much of this you're going to leave up to chance as a business? Probably not a lot. Like for, like for instance, like just pivoting to the NFL, the Denver Broncos just sold for like almost five billion dollars. The Walmart, right? The Walmart, like the, the Waltons, Walmart. Yes, uh, the Waltons. Yes. yes. So I mean, that's the highest so far of a transaction and 5 billion isn't really nothing in the scope of let's just say how much we gave to Ukraine, which is what, like 80 billion. Like, I as of recently. Look, you know, okay. So that's all I'm saying. It ain't nothing in, in that, but just this here, but, but for yeah. that, that is just the NFL acquired the acquisition to buy a team is that cost. The NBA is maybe half or if not, the next team will be close to that. Mm-hmm. So understanding that you run a $5 billion business with 32 of your friends or however many, you know, whatever, how that works. How much are you willing to just leave this up to chance? 
Not a lot. You don't want no fucking chance. Fuck though. That's like having wrestling and being like, "Hey man, fight to the duel, and the referee will decide." Like, yeah, you're like no doing that. <laughs> yeah, and that's why, like, I, I always joke around, like, like the the league is better when the Lakers are better, yeah. or the Lakers are something to talk about, right? Because bad or it, good, yeah, bad or good, right? Yeah. Like, if they're kind of if they're bad and it's like like the the Lonzo Ball years, yeah. they're bad, but a lot of weight was because Levar Ball, which I still think Levar Ball was good for the NBA at the yes. time, yes. regardless of what people said. But um, when the Lakers are bad, it's 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 like. Oh my God! How can they do it? They're still talking about that, right? Mm. It's even worse and even more to talk about when the Lakers have LeBron or stars on there. Yes, because they're still talking about what the Lakers got to do. Even right now, it's just like Darvin Ham signed Westbrook at the yeah. fucking press conference. Am I the one that thinks that Darvin Ham looks like a old porn star or something like that? Like he, like he just like left the porn industry. I mean, all retired NBA players today probably, look like probably right. Blacked. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah, <laughs> boom, just hitting people over the head. Unreal, ex- unreal expectations now for people. I mean, how do you feel about the Darvin Ham situation and, like, coaches becoming players and, you know, kind of – or players becoming coaches? It's a good hire, you know, peer-to-peer. Is that what a veteran team – do you think he could turn it around, basically? I, I don't know. That, that's a good question. Um, I, I sometimes hate the fact that just because you played in certain things, it means you're a better coach, coach yeah. right? Because uh, one – you know, I was talking to my roommate about this, and and the person I didn't start to respect until two years ago was Spolstra. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. And then when I realized he got to the finals and he tried and he gave the Lakers a pretty good run mm-hmm. for what they had, right? Mm-hmm. And I started looking back at the history of him as far as being a playoff team for m- most of his time. I was like, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Like he really is a good coach, mm-hmm. and I don't think he played in NBA. No, you know I don't know if Popovich played in NBA. Uh, probably, probably years ago. Maybe years ago that yeah. we didn't know because I believe yeah. George Carl did as well, right? Yeah. It's, it seems like the the players that were role players seem to be better coaches for the most part. Oh, shit, they're sitting on the bench the whole time. Yeah, Makes they're sense. watching, right? Like Kerr, I mean, Kerr was a role player, but a solid one. Yeah, and and then also the Popovich system. It seems like he Popovich creates system. a lot of good mm-hmm. coaches, even because the player, the coach for the Celtics. Was uh, uh, played for Popovich and oh, was on a yeah. yeah, Udoka, yeah, yeah. But I, I think like there is that respect, but doesn't make them amazing coaches. You know, I don't know if I don't know if Coach K was played in NBA either, but I know he played basketball. I think at Navy, at, yeah. at Army or something like that. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, he was um, a NCAA guy, which is strange too. How just certain guys work for college, yeah. but I've heard of the thing of like certain guys can connect with college players. Certain guys can. That's why it kind of makes sense with former players being coaches. Yeah. Because as a veteran, do you really want like an old like, hey, get it together, man. You guys got to get out there and hustle. Or like, hey, man, you know what the fucking do. You know what to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm just here to, you know, just come up with some strategy. But you know what the fuck you're doing. Like, go out there and do it. That's what yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, thinking. that's a, that's the a human thing, right? They want to see someone who's done it, and and then all of a sudden that creates validation, even if mm-hmm. technically, say, you and I could be better coaches, but. We never played NBA, you know. It's that idea of validation. Like, you know, some people could be millionaires and tell you how to be millionaires, and people are going to validate that, but they don't know everything that somebody did. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you don't have the foundation to learn how to be a millionaire. Uh-huh. Maybe you're, you're at the beginning stages of that, right? Yeah. But people will see that, right? Like, one, one of the things when I was trying to be a financial advisor, the fear was when you're starting off, how do you get people when you're driving around in a Nissan Sentra? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then how do you get around that when you're, like, 30 years old. Yeah. 
how do you go talk to someone, especially older people, about their money? Mm-hmm. You know, because that that even has like that little it's an image thing. Yeah, strange as that is, but that that makes sense in that profession. But it's like the gym, mm-hmm. or it's like a, and it's strange because it's like a doctor. You, know, you see your doctor taking a smoke break, a little overweight. You know, go see him. He's like, yeah, you need to do this, and uh, you need to. I'm like, yeah, this is right. Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. Is this what I'm supposed? But that to doesn't do? mean that the person doesn't know what you're supposed to do. I mean, true. We all, our, we all have our issue, right? That's like, true. Yeah, but that's know. how I see it in, in the same way. It's almost like you have to kind of, I guess, pick and choose. And I think that's what makes it sen- weird about if we focus on, you know, for instance, basketball. You're trying to get a guy to lead, you know, a guy with his staff to lead 12, 15, you know. Uh, players to try to attain something. Mm-hmm. That's hard already because you're trying to maintain 15 personalities that are all have egos yeah. you know, and work together. You know, the whole thing. So it's like I could see where a player, but it, it can't be for everybody. Certain things work for certain things, and it's the nuances of teams. But Lakers, nonetheless, make headlines. And I think, like you say, as long as the Lakers stay relevant and keep on filling that shit with stars – I think it'll. It's always good for the NBA. It's yeah, something I mean, to lean the tat on. You I know? mean, one of the things that is uh, irritate me right now is that even though they talk about the Lakers, the Celtics now have a chance to pass the Lakers again on championships because right now they're tied. And I was oh, like, see, that's, the, that's a Laker fucking Celtic that, conversation. But, that, but that's. But if anybody <laughs> pays attention, it's funny that they're not talking about that. But the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Celtics comprise a majority of the championships in the NBA and majority of the finals appearance. Yeah, you know, like. You're you're looking at if there's seventy, if the season if there's been seventy five seasons, almost half of those championships have either been from the Lakers or the Celtics. Yeah, at least half of the uh, the times that they've been to the finals has been either Lakers or Celtics. Mm, see, you know what I'm saying? I like, think, and you're talking about yeah. like over seventy five years. Yeah, and that's how that those teams. I mean, and at the beginning, most of it was against each other. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, shit, if we're watching fucking winning time and we're looking at it, you're like, you would almost think, man, they was just Lakers versus Celtics only. <laughs> this is the only the only show in town. And, and most people don't even know yeah. that the Lakers didn't beat the Celtics until the 80s. Yeah. And the finals. So it makes you think. You're kind of like, damn, they're not making no The sport's not making money, clearly. But, I mean, it's it's enough to tread water. So that's why, like, when you start watching, you know, winning time, you're slowly seeing the beginning of this sport slowly start to trickle into, you know, popularity, essentially. And then from there, obviously, you know, the Jordans and then so on and so forth. But that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I guarantee you this. 10, 20, I don't know how far down the road they're going to start having some asterisks. Like, okay, we're only counting NBA finals from this date. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to look at it like when they started making money. Like uh, it, it kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, I know because like they try to put the asterisks on on the uh, the Lakers winning in the bubble, right? Same thing with the same thing with the Celtics too. The, the fucking forties and thirties and all them shits that they were winning or yeah, whatever. There was really like no diversity. It was like that's what they, they say. Yeah. You know? uh, but but it's like because like, people get at me about the bubble, right? It's like well, the Lakers went on a, a bubble season, blah, blah blah. Hey, guess what, guys? Someone was gonna win no matter what. So why you discredit the Lakers? Is this when, you know people? And people usually do that, right? They try to like they try to discredit the yes. Dodgers that same year, right? Yes. On a shortened season, it's like it didn't matter. Someone was gonna win. That's true, right? Like someone had to win that year. That's when it's gonna start the new calendar. The new when they're gonna start counting things is that reset. It's like okay, they won the last one of that whole century. 
starting new from here forward. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, nah, that didn't, that doesn't, that was a short season. So, you know, if someone else win, are you doing, are you taking away their championship? Hell there, yeah. Which was out of their control, right? Everybody, everybody that wins that championship in 2020. Especially, it, it's so funny how it just happened to be the the Lakers and the Dodgers. Well, like, yeah, Lakers and the Dodgers, right? And then almost a year later, the Rams, two, the Rams, right? Like, LA needs a lot uh, of help. That's what that shows me. They're like, they need help. It was, if it, it did feel like I'm not going to sit there. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. you know, I like Southern California. I don't. It's weird. I like Southern California, but can't stand LA, right? No, nah, LA's the worst. Like man. I like LA teams. I like LA vibe, but uh, I hate being in LA. Yeah, right? whatever they're doing out there. Don't get me wrong. If you live there, I'll. Praise to you, but I think with the silliness that comes out of LA in terms of news headlines and nonsense that goes on down there, you guys definitely needed all the championships just well, because well, they needed the, to distract motherfuckers from what, like, what don't about, look at all that, just look what about, at this. What about Florida, man, and all the crazy stuff that comes out of Florida? I fuck with Florida, man. Florida's cool with me, to be honest. I'll only say this because, you know, during the time when, you know, we were all shut down, there was that whole controversy of, man, Florida was the last you know, state to close and the first to open. Yeah. And then they go side by side with like, you know, how much the state made versus let's say California who was shut down the majority of the time. They're like, clearly Florida killed it and California lost so many businesses. Yeah. And yet the death rate's the same. It's like, oh, that's strange how the death rate there is the same as California, but yet they closed last and opened early. That's my gripe. So for me, I'm looking at Florida like, I fuck with bang bros. I like Florida. So, oh, I fucking hate Florida. I've been out there. I've lived there for a while. I mean, I'm, so, I'm down with Florida. I like it. I'm, when I visited I'm, Miami, I'm, I was into it. Orlando's nice, opposite. too. I'm exact opposite. Yeah. But then again, I was in Pensacola, Florida, right near uh, Alabama for a while. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it was terrible, right? Yeah. Miami's nice. I ain't going to lie. Florida, uh, Orlando's nice. But I will, say, I will say this. Like, like usually you hear like weird stories about Florida man or whatever the jokes that you know, Dude, you the motherfucker that. that ate the person's face was from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, like, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. Cause like Florida, Florida. So the, I mean the four, pro- probably the four States that like is, is representative of Cal- or United States. The most is California, Texas, Florida, and New York for the most part. I can see that. You know, those are the, I mean, I only say that also because of the military. Like if you look at the highest, oh, group, that's good those point. are most people from there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you got those places. And when you look at like sports for the most part, same places, same places, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially for like football, yeah. I mean, it's Texas, Florida or New York. And then, you know, sometimes other South, but like, or California, man, if I just showed you like a Hollywood walk, uh, you know, where all the stars are, you just walk over there with a the camera. You'd be like, this is a strange ass place. You know no, what I'm I already know. I already know. But okay, that's what I'm saying. Florida. So I'm thinking in my head, yeah, so, Florida got so some wild Florida, shit. Though. So is Florida. Though, but you know what I'm saying? LA got some wild shit too. Oh, or, oh, how about this? Let's watch. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in trial as if this is reality. But it's like, yo, you have two actors acting out of jail. Like, what is this? Is yeah. it acting out of jury? Oh, these are people in Hollywood. Yeah. None of that nonsense. I mean, I don't know why we made a big deal, even though we're talking about it now. I mean, but like she, not you, but like people, right. Mm. It's like, it's, I get part. There's part of me where I get like, yeah, we got to expose women that lie too. You know what I'm saying? Wow. On, on, yeah. the, on domestic violence or whatever, you yeah. know, because he, she claimed certain things, you yeah. know, and he lost some of his earnings from that. Lost a shit ton of money. Yeah, a shit ton of money, right? So you got to expose that this issue is both ways, not just men. You but know ain't got to go to that extreme, motherfucker. But, but no, 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 I'm not saying that extreme. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, we have to talk about that. But this, like, what's going on with their life, and that, that had to be a trial that everybody talked about. Yeah. I don't like. Why do we? Why should we care that she shit on his bed? You know what I'm saying? Do we really need to know that? Because here's what we got to do. We got to sh- make sure you're watching this stupid shit so you ain't watching what the fuck we doing. Yeah. 
that's how I feel. But I feel you. Like to me, all I think what that is, it just seems it signifies that this is going to be a trend going forward. At some point, people's fed up with this shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like false accusations. Like at some point, this shit's going to rear its head back in. And I don't. I'm not a proponent of one side or the other per se. I think everybody just needs to step back and understand. Like, yeah, it's fucked up that she accused him of some fucked up shit that he didn't do. It's fucked up that they're like that. It's sad. Hopefully they can get it together. Going forward, let's just be better about things like that. Like I even came across an instance uh, about shit like that too, like recently, just on the John Rondo right now. John Rondo, right? Like, oh, he's still in that. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I haven't heard anything about it. Because it's probably like a non-anything. He probably like fucking, you know, paid money or it was nothing to go with. Yeah. Until more information comes out, it's like it came out. And it was like, you know, when I saw the reporter, it was a lady. It was like this kind of sad look and disgust look. Oh, of like, course. Kind of like, kind of like he was guilty before guilty, innocent. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, hold on. You know, let's let's find out what the issue is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially with, like, stars and seems like more likely pro athletes. Mm-hmm. They seem to get with some very dynamic women and have dynamic partners. And they seem to have dynamic relationships. You know what I'm saying? Ones that once they just mad because that dude just leaves and just does his thing. And I say, and I say (laughs) at the same time, men, why are you choosing these women? Right. At the same time. Right. Uh, How do you say no to that? Well, so I'm not going to lie. Somebody was talking, I was talking about someone who like, I said, I don't mess with baddies. And it was like, why not? I said, because it's in their name. Bad. Right. And then she was like, but baddies are fun. And I was like, yeah, but then you would go crazy after that. You know, like they are fun. But baddies are not I good mean, for you. It's a strange dynamic. I, I was listening to Kevin Samuels. It's funny that you uh, brought him up a while R- back. RIP, yeah. And then I started, like, I listened to a couple of things, not a lot, but interesting take. I agree with some things. I agree with not. But I think nonetheless, how he approaches it, I think, is important because yeah. it allows men to at least think like, yeah, you know, you just have to be very straightforward sometimes he might be a little over but i mean i've listened to crazier shit so in my opinion i think just if guys can get something from that or even females i think his thing was more recently he was like i was doing these videos forever but when i started talking to women is when it became popular yeah so i mean before he was calling out men yes you know yeah and you know and like maybe uh, it might be insecurity or whatever but it was like not a lot of people are talking for men or standing up for men it's usually picking them apart and talk about how wrong they are and talk about oh gun violence is here and then it's like what's wrong with men you need mental help and maybe and that maybe that's true but you know what's not helping also just keep telling them that there's something wrong with them well that's what it feels like it's been like that the last i don't know how many years it it probably has been like the last eight years it feels like Um, more than that but i definitely agree with you You to the far the point where you don't remember i think that's why it was something some of the stuff that he was saying i was like I can see how it's off-putting or at least the way it could be portrayed, but what he's saying is, it's one, it's an opinion. Second, it's just kind of based off of, you know, kind of more or less logic, and it, it kind of makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, at least to me, um, and it is funny. It's just a lot of things he said. It was just funny that you brought that up, and I just kind of took a little small dive into him. But based on, like, right off of the Amber Heard stuff, I was like, yeah, I think at some point there's going to be a lot of guys kind of pushing back. And not in a fucked up way, like pushing actually, but just more voicing their opinion, like nah, you yeah. don't you don't run this shit. I do type of thing, and I think that's you kind of have to stand on that until otherwise. Because right now, this is what it is: men can play women's sports, women and gays run the world. That's where we're at. Yeah, right now, at least the optics of it on TV. Yeah, 
because I think what we've talked about before off and on, like, yeah, men are usually like one of the more right now persecuted people. And it's always guilty before oh, yeah, and, innocent. And, and as a black man, I'm going to say this. The the most hated right now is probably the a straight white male. Oh, that's the worst person to be. You know, and, don't, and don't be from the South. Uh, a straight white male from the South, you're going to be even more hated on. Yeah, you know? especially today. Yeah, it's like we're kind of going backwards in that mindset. But, it, yeah, it is kind of the worst thing to be. That's why I was like, oh, this is... This is going to change, and it's going to be, I don't know how dramatic or how fast it's going to be, but it's coming. Yeah, and, and it's like, we need to get more to the center and trust each other, you know, and know mm-hmm. that, like, like one of the things I was I said in San Diego was, like, I, first of all, like, I, I don't know if I, I don't, I wouldn't hit a woman at, at my age now. I wouldn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I was stupid. I probably fought, but I look at it now, I, I'm like, look, if a woman hits a man, right, if it gets violent, a woman hits a man, Women need to know that there could be a man that hits them back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't but at I the, know that. But at the end of the day, <laughs> right, but at the end of the day, right, yeah. the truth is no one should put their hands on anyone else in your, unless you're feeling threatened. Yeah, period. You know? Unless your life is threatened or whatever, yeah. right? Not feeling threatened because your emotions yeah. or your 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 uh, your, your confidence or feelings yeah. are threatened, but if you're physically feeling threatened, yeah. right? Knowing the difference. Yeah, knowing the difference. Mm-hmm. And if somebody, and if you're willing to put your hand up, then... Be prepared. You might get knocked out. You know, yeah. both ways. Yeah. So you know, it's like it's like, and I and I say this is like, just to take a woman out of this, right? As your friend, if I was sitting there and I went up to someone who's a football player who's six three, six four, two two forty, and I start talking shit about them, try to hit them, and they knock me out, you probably think I was a dumb motherfucker, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know why'd you do that? <laughs> why would Why would you do that? Right? Yeah. I didn't just, know he could beat me up. Like, I didn't know he was going to hit me. He, 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 six, five, two forty yeah. or whatever. See, but how did that get lost? How did they forget that we can do that? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like we could beat them up. I mean, they, it's just because a lot of times we put our hands in our pocket and like they, like it, it's gone overboard, you know? It's just, there's some that push the button, but I'm not trying to say all women. Like, I know some men do stuff that like, Rihanna, you know, like, and like you said, Chris Brown. Rihanna and Chris Brown, right? Because <laughs> one of the first things I ever thought was like, what did my first thought was really it was like, what did Rihanna do to get him that mad? Uh, so I, like, I want to see what Chris Brown looks like. I'm like, yeah, man, I was for like, him to do that, then she must have done something wild to him. Push, push his mental button or whatever, you yeah. know. But that is young love too. I was actually just thinking about that, or I saw the story on that they were like in their twenties or yeah. nineteen, in late teens, early twenties. And and both of them were known Fucking to be kind of over the top, but Rihanna for sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, she has that moniker forever now, like as that wild lady. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But also, just bad and as fuck. People, and people love it. And I was like, that just sounds like a headache. Yeah, but yeah. see, are they are they pushing her out like that? And 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 this goes for all women that are being pushed out, like in in, in media for sure. Yeah. Like, is that who? Like, who were those ladies in the '90s? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, the first one that said Pamela Anderson was the one. Okay, that came Pam Anderson. Probably, right? Okay. That's the only one I can think Cindy of. Cindy Crawford. Uh, Holly Berry, maybe? I mean, Holly not, Berry, not, late not, 90s, early 90s, 2000s. Yeah, where you okay. started to hear that yeah. every dude broke up with her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I can't think of, oh, uh, Bobby Whitney, you know, Whitney Houston. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the women that, like, for what, like, Kim Kardashian is now and all the women that are dudes oh. are like, oh, like Rihanna, like, dang. Like, who are those oh, ladies man, from the 90s? It's been so long, so I'd probably say, yeah, Cindy Crawford. 
Pamela um, Anderson. Pamela Anderson, for sure. Yasmin Bleeth. But those are like TV person. Yeah, but I mean, but they weren't like this, how like, for instance, like the Kardashians have this hold on like a whole, like that, that show's been going on forever. Like, Yeah, I, I don't, I, I've never watched Me neither. a show. I mean, I might have seen a clip because like. Uh, they might be you, going you, against Law like, and Order up there for how many seasons they got on that shit. Like that yeah. might be up there. Like, damn, they surpassing like Grey's Anatomy and shit, dude. And it's like, why? Why are we? We made, ugh. but see, I mean, so but, it, but, but that's we, where we're at right now too with social media. Like, you can have a hundred thousand followers for mm. making you know, your booty she, cheeks. Yeah, clap. What was it? The uh, bad baby, that girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Like MC. Someone would just say that uh, she she made like fifty million dollars from OnlyFans or something like that. Well, Is that right? That sounds crazy to me. It does, right? <laughs> and then it sounds weird because it was like they said that she made like six million within the first like six hours because people. It sounded like well, this is going to Abbott Preach, right? I was watching, of course. Episode, and there was like like it that just sounded like grown ass men were waiting for her to turn eighteen and post on OnlyFans or whoever. People See, were, so that's a that's a that's another world that I don't like and not into into but i've heard a bad baby and i know that she's a dr phil situation yeah she was like uh catch me outside how about that yeah, yeah. and then that all of a sudden became fetishized so far to the point where her personality transitioned to only fans and how many people were waiting for her? I, I don't know how many but it was just like she was able to make like almost six million from her her first like six hours or something like and this like is at that. the time when we're talking about me too and don't judge me and women independence that's happening simultaneously yeah that's how I crazy mean, that I is mean, i mean like <laughs> i mean like you can you can exploit the sexuality as long as you don't exploit them they exploit themselves it's fine that's what's you crazy what saying, right my body my choice it's yeah like i'm over here making a clap like oh yeah i'm an entrepreneur like that's entrepreneur, huh? And it's weird. It, it's weird and don't get me wrong. Yeah, make your money, but I mean, uh, yeah, I guess like it's so weird to me because it's like I, I guess I don't want to worry about someone's pockets, but it's just so weird that like you can make that much off of it, you know. And then it's a weird thing that people are that many people are willing to pay for it. Like, there's got to be at the same time as 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 the people following. And I'm just gonna throw out for men. We got to. We gotta start taking some accountability for ourselves. Like, stop paying yeah. for this shit. Well, we gotta go out and date. Oh, that's right. Men have been reduced to you can't even talk to a female without being uh, harassing her. Oh, and if you ever decide to have relations, you may be raping her anytime down the line. She could just say, "Hey, that, I didn't really like it." <laughs> I mean, that's the thin line, right? But that's where it's kind of coerced men to kind of hide out and just not date. Well, it, yeah, it makes or, it or so difficult. The, uh, I mean, I don't, the, I'm just guessing here. I don't no, know no, or do sure. the the you super safe route and start off as a, a friend, you know, and oh, do like the yeah, like yeah, the yeah. try to go in with a, um, a alternative motive, right? Like, oh yeah, hey, your son Simple. plays basketball. Oh, I'm a coach. Let's talk about basketball when you're really uh, trying to do something else. Uh, you know, think, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and deny I have I've done that before. You oh, know? of course. I think every you guy know, has like, to do that because there's we're testing out how to get women. Yeah, and because that's one method because you don't want to come off. Threat, well, I know for me, I, you don't want to come off threatening. Not come kind off of threatening, or you don't want to face rejection. So just ease your way in. Yeah. And then hopefully you could friend your way into fucking. Or, hey, you know, I think we should really do something together. Ew! All right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go cry. That's the world to bend. And the weird thing is you have to put it out there to, and to see if it's there because, right, like, I've been told, right, like, men are supposed to know when a woman likes them, right? We're supposed yes. to understand the, the signals. Yes. But for some reason, women can't see the signals of men liking them. No. 
You know like what I'm uh, Kevin Samuel said that, or his name Kevin Samuel. Yeah, he said women just never face rejection. And that's the truth. That's yeah. why right now it's strange because men are like, nah. I'm yeah. Good. Like we're not. No. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Like, okay, go go do this, you know? Yeah. And then what do you end up doing? You end up only fanning. And that's why OnlyFans, maybe it's a supply and demand situation because right now men are on the outs. Yeah. And that's kind of how you maintain some type of, you know, possible relationship is paying for OnlyFans because that is pretty personalized. I, 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 was, I read a report somewhere. I have to look it up. But it was talking about how, like, millennials and younger are not having as much sex. Yeah, for sure. I mean, based on the last like five, six, seven years, like I I could see that. Like the term simping came out of that generation, right? I mean, simping was probably there earlier, simpleton, but like but now, the fact but, that but it's even more pop culture, now, even more so, yeah, right? Like, see. and yeah, to be a simp and just like, dang, how do they know that this generation having sex? Who the fuck is taking yeah, these I know, surveys? I, I know, right? Like that's a, that's a good question. Be, but that was according to the survey. But like, are they going and check, checking everyone? Yeah. I, I I think maybe most people are not. Uh, well, I don't think they're being honest. But I think what's going on is maybe people are not having going on dates and having sex. They're probably finding people. They're mm-hmm. either going into some form of pornography online, you know, uh, streaming, or or, yeah. or probably finding a friend, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or they would just be strictly platonic online dating or, you know, non-contact. Yeah. Who knows the type of variations of relationships now? I mean, yeah. I'm not of that generation, but clearly if I'm a teenager and I lived the past three years, like, what is your... Well, especially in the last two, right? How do you make yeah. a connection with anybody? Exactly. How do you even talk to people? We're getting back... Well, whatever's going on, some people are getting back into the world and trying to communicate with people, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that some of it's lost. Some people don't know how to, like, know how to talk. Hell, people I mean, mean what, what, what is give it? hugs, handshakes, like motherfuckers, yeah. like elbowing each other, like who's, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the? And this is some weird shit, and not that I'm of that generation, but they have to work that shit out too. So whatever that is, see, like for us, we have to. What did we have to work out in our? What, what's the most hardest years for this? High school and after high school. I felt, well, yeah, high school is the hardest. Junior high was pretty difficult, too. Junior high is the hardest, for sure. But it's still yeah. innocent where you're still kind of a kid. Yeah. I think it becomes strange is when you're, like, the high school to after high school, you're kind of like, oh, trying to find your way. Yeah, you're, and you're trying to. love is in the air. It, yeah, like, I'll say for me, like, I thought, I remember there was a girl in at the high school, and she was, like, into me. Mm. And then I was, like, mm. she let me grab her boob or whatever. And I was, mm. like, all right, our boobs, titties, and stuff like that. And, <sighs> and then all of a sudden, it was, like, feeling kind of weird because it was just, like, sitting there. There was no emotion, nothing. I was, like, I just feel so fucking weird right <laughs> it's now. It's still sitting, like, on the pornos. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, why does this feel so weird right now? And, like, whatever. And I I just remember feeling, like, awkward all this time. So I was, like, I want someone in it, you know? Yeah. And then, but how do you do that? Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah, without, like, how do you do that without trying? See, because, like you said, like you said, well, Kevin, Kevin Simmons said, women don't want to be rejected, but they're not going to also, unless it's like, there. for the most part, like the top tier of men, right? Whatever they call it, the top ten percent, high value men, the high value men, <laughs> they're getting things thrown out them all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tall dude, the dude with the money, the one percent of the one percent. Yeah, the one percent, right? They're getting things thrown out all the time. Women will show that. But if you are on the spectrum of they don't know, they ain't got to tell you. No. Nah. They're not going to give you information about that. No. Nah. And, and you have to somehow read their mind and just know. You have to go out on a limb. Yeah. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. But that's what happens is, to your point, I think we've had this discussion in other podcasts where 
a lot of women have been coerced to only look for that man, meaning yeah. they don't settle. I have standards. And then, you know, and then it's that Patrice O'Neill, like, hey, man, you're a terrorist. You don't have no right to negotiate, yeah. you know, anything because you don't have nothing. <laughs> like, they can't, you can't negotiate anything because you can't, you don't have no right to negotiate. Yeah. Like, I'm over here taking all the hits and I'm over here as a guy trying to you know, put myself out there and be rejected and you get to dictate the terms. Like, what do you do so special? Yeah. yeah you got to get up out of here. Yeah. But see, well, that's the shit that, you know, trying to reclaim that, I guess. Well, there was a couple of things while I was in SoCal that I was watching that like, or listening to you as well. That I was like, damn, these were hints and I didn't pay attention mm. while I was watching Boomerang. Okay. Good movie. Right? Good movie. Shut Boomerang. Up, yeah. And I remember I was like, what was it about? And I was watching Eddie Murphy and when he didn't care about the girls or whatever, all running towards him. And then the one he cared played him. Mm. And then it was also like the other girl that saw the good hand and knowing all his stuff. Then he kind of, you know, went back to his old shit, went back to his old shit for a while. And she was mad. And, and, and it's funny because the person I was with is like, he's like, I don't know why women get upset when a man acts the way that they know that they act prior to getting him. Like you knew that's how he acted. Yeah. So why are you upset? You know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's like asking a bear to act different, you know? Yeah. So I was watching that movie and it just was like, you start to pay attention. You start to watch the the like they're kind of putting you on dating game right there. A lot of nuances, yeah. you know. And just like uh, what was it? Not Tommy Davis, but the other guy, David Elgar. Yeah, David Elgar. It hurt because I was watching him, and he was an ultra nice guy. He didn't do mm -hmm. anything, yeah. and literally was getting played. Like she's like, "Oh, just friend." Platonic, like I don't see anything sexual with him. Yeah, and he was getting played even though he cared deeply, but mm -hmm. didn't know how to do it. And yeah. he was just trying to be himself as much as possible. Yeah, got played. So I saw that right. Mm. Then I was uh, listening to a song, and this is more about like the manipulation of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, about these expectations. Then I was listening to TLC, right? And I was listening to uh, "Kick the Game," whatever that song is. Okay. It is depend on how you kick your game. The whole song is mm -hmm. "I've been watching you, watching me, and I know you want it." But it depends on how you kick your game. Like what? Like so? Like you. Or watching a dude, watching me, and he kind of like, but he's like, well, it just depends on how you kick a game. Man, some you know what I'm saying? That. Like, some dude wrote that for him. Like the fuck, like the fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, probably uh, baby face because they ain't got no Thank fucking you. money. Thank you. Come right? on, man. They got, they got, got rap force. It's, That's it's, all they got. It's funny because I used to, I used to absolutely love Left Eye when I was a kid. Oh, they were all and, hot. And then when I well, look back was, at it, yeah. Left Eye was fucking nuts. But I mean, she was the hottest one. Andre Ryzen, really, or, or T Boss? Because I thought people house. liked T Boss more. No, I think I think Chili. It was like Chili and Left Eye for sure. I did like Left Eye. A I lot. think T Boz was the most like she was the usually put at center yeah. for sure. But I mean, sorry. Yeah, I think I think uh, Left Eye and Chili for sure. Left yeah. Eye for sure. I think got yeah. a lot of love because deep down, I think everybody knew she was like super cute. Sorry, there's somebody we went to high school with Roger Left Eye, but I'll leave that out. Okay. And we're back. And <laughs> we're, we're back. back. <laughs> Yeah. No, but yeah, it's uh, do they know? I mean, yes and no, but they'll never they don't they're not used to rejection. Like imagine a woman being rejected for the first time when they're like 35, 40. Yeah. Oh, heartbreaking that could be. That could lead to some serious. Yeah. Where a guy, it's almost like ah, no, it's almost like normal. Yeah. You know, at least by the time you get out of high school, you've at least had a couple of no's. So so question <laughs> for you, right? You know, cuz you you talk about like sometimes women do stuff and men are supposed to know. Yeah. So for if a woman asks you to move to a city, fuck no, you know. But is that a sign that they're into you? Uh, for me personally, I would take it as not personal. 
Okay. I would I wouldn't take it as she's into me only because that's fooling myself. Even if she did, I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I feel the same way. It. This is why I feel it, right. Yeah. It's like, why would I get up and move to a yeah. different town just yeah. because you're there to reroute and build my legacy somewhere else? Yeah, like it has nothing it, to do with you. Me, might have coffee once in a while. Like, yeah, what like you, you need you need to show me more. You know what I'm saying? I need to be having nude pictures well, or see, whatever. She's not gonna do that. No. Yeah, but see, when she was younger. See, and that's what's crazy. The fact that these kids got phones now, oh, it makes it probably way, I mean, way easier, I'm thinking. But then again, okay. the culture shifted too. I'm thinking that we will have phones in the way that we are, but that shit would have been even crazier back then. So yeah, I think, in, I think it was probably better back then as opposed to now. I think there's too much mental pressure. If you're a kid and you have access to the internet, like for instance, oh, like it, when it, we had access, the internet wasn't even barely what the internet is now. Dude, so kids are finding information. They're finding information. This shit's getting to their head yeah, rapidly. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy because also it's like everything has kind of blown to extreme proportions. Like I was everything's extreme. So I was when I was watching uh Boomerang and I saw Robin Gibbons, right? She was considered the hot girl, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like you look at her and now in comparison to today's it's like, oh she got small titties. Yo, her ass is not there. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I was like, every like thotty too hottie on Instagram is got almost double D's or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And and it's like it's it's kind of unrealistic body expectations now these days too. Yes. You know? But that's like, how they got women like but this is the next iteration cuz we you don't saw think that's the same thing with men too or um or at least it, not body but maybe like expectations of finance. Uh I don't know because guys are kind of weird. We're I think this is kind of what happened. I think those are there publicly. I think media says it, mm-hmm. but I don't think guys really prescribe to it like that. Cause okay. I think there's a certain subsect of guys that's like, Oh, I'll just do what I do then. And yeah. I'll just be, I don't even need that. I'll just masturbate all day. And guys well, could yeah, pretty be fine of, with that. There's a lot of men that are like giving up on it. Like whatever. You know yeah. What but they could live a fine life without it. Yeah. Which I think women, it's the opposite. I think women down the line, uh, when they start hitting their late, you know, when it gets the biological time clock starts ticking, yeah. Then it becomes this. Oh, what's up? Like, I've been doing all the stuff they've been they've been doing. Like a single woman built my career. What's up? Where's all the men at? And then there's just nothing. And then it becomes I mean, not, desperation not, time. Not one like not a like a serious long term relationship. Maybe a short smash. Yeah, smash year, and grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah smash yeah. and grab or whatever. Um, now we're talking about access to phones or whatever, right? Mm. I'm gonna ask you a question, man. Mm. Did you ever send a dick pic? No. You never sent one. No. I oh. barely use my phone as it is. No, not now, but like in history, like in the Never. past. No, I barely even use it. I barely, I was always like, I don't know how many versions of the phone behind, even since the beginning of phones. I was always like, oh, I'll get this one for cheaper. It's fine. I'll just use this. So I didn't get a camera phone until five years after the fact. And then the idea of even sending a private photo was insane to me. Just because it's like, well, I'm going to get hard and then take a picture. And be like, <laughs> Dude, yes. the reason I ask is because, you know. Dicks look hella ugly. <laughs> they, they don't, they they don't do. profile I mean, well. you, you. You never really know. Like, you can be sending a fake pic, right? One of the things True. I always thought was if you put your shit out there, you don't have control. Once you send it, you don't have control oh, yeah. of where it goes, right? Yeah. But, I mean, because unless you're the dumb person who takes a picture and then right after smile, like, right next to your dick or whatever. Yeah, some people do. But it is funny that people still do this. Like I not maybe, thinking that maybe, it'll never get out. Well, maybe, maybe I like I even think like to myself like if someone asked you for it, okay, f- maybe send it. But like the funny parts are nah, that's people doing suspect. it. But no, but I'm saying, but people just doing it out the blue without no, being asked, without being asked. <laughs> boom, like 
What's up with that? That's but funny to it's me. It's crazy that's even in our lexicon. That's crazy that's in the ether that that's a possibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, coming from the age of hardline phones, to think like, yo, man, but dude, remember, take a picture of your dick and email it. Like, re- that's one. But, oh, here, dude, you just throw it in. You don't even know who you send it to. Like, but remember, like... Like it was a Seinfeld episode, right? Where where uh, yeah. Kramer used to call in for the sex hotlines. Yeah, people would go ahead and call the sex hotlines mm-hmm. and and do whatever to themselves. Saying. We're perverted, you know man. Oh, we're naturally perverted. Sex is always like. But why did the people. dick pick enter? And I agree with you. The logic doesn't make sense, especially that that's still a thing. I don't know how many people are you know dumb enough to put it out there and just believe like, oh, how did that even get out? Like, like what? Just, <laughs> like like sending? Well, now well. Actually, I want to uh, shout out to Apple because they just now updated their iOS 16, right? You Not could retract. You can, yeah, you, so you paid attention to that, right? You see that uh, one? Nah, that's that's some weird false sense of hope because you yeah. got to think like, oh, but we still have the transcript though of it going yeah, out, and say, then you deleting it. I was going to say because <laughs> yeah. one of the things I, I was like, well, that's that's probably good for retracted stupid stuff late at night. Yeah, but it could be also bad for say legal reasons, right? A lot of legal reasons. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. How would you recall that information? Yeah, you know, if they're so secure, I'd be worried if they're like, "Yo, even we recorded the one that you didn't even send." <laughs> yeah. Oh man! <laughs> oh yeah, the pre-type, right? But I mean, is that not inevitable? Like, I think that that'll be. I mean, yeah. I mean, like anytime you type, it's like it's it's registering yeah. something, right? Most likely, it's just all on some either it's being printed out or this is a forever in the cloud. Of oh, your whole entire life is just being recorded. Oh man, I hope my stuff isn't printed. But I think that's but. I've heard of this theory where leading up to an era where there's going to be no, you know, secrets and we're going to be communicating without even talking and everybody's going to know what everybody's thinking. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll be even worse now. I'll be like, don't let a big booty pass. But me, see, man. maybe that's a good thing because at least it'll finally put down, you know, like the. Okay, now you know what everybody's thinking. It's like, it's thinking. like uh, what men want or what a woman wants. Or whatever, yeah. That, that, yes. That yeah. Look, right? Mel Gibson joint. Yeah. I don't like what Jerry yeah. feels like women. Once but again, see, once again, Dave Chappelle's from the future, because remember he said like, "What if there was a man doing that? What man want?" And when we would hear what men says, mm-hmm. and that little boy like, "Oh, she got a fatty or whatever." Uh, exactly. So it would be women would have a culture shock, I think, more than anything, because they would be like, "Oh, really? You guys, all of you guys are like this." I was like, "Clearly, we were trying to tell you this the whole time, but then now, what changes from that?" See, that's what would be fascinating if, let's just say, you know, your boy Elon Musk forcing everybody to go back to the office for 40 hours a week. What if he said the the Neuralink is going to be the thing, like, that's going to be able to have us communicate non-verbally? It's like, yes, because we're almost led to believe that the way that we have society run as today, it's we're not in tune with each other like that. Yeah. Well, some people say, well, yeah, maybe non-verbally because they used to say that, most communications, nonverbal communications, how we how we hold our body. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's why when you're like talking to a, you know the opposite sex and you're trying to, you know, coerce and trying to feed her to your mattress, a lot of the times yeah. you don't even pay attention to what she's saying. Uses all in the body language. Yeah. You know, you're just what you're saying in a lot of ways, and you know, and I'm, I am of the proponent of all you know, uh, energy, mind, and you know, body type, body movement, shit. But words are important too, and how to be able to use those frequencies and how yes. to use that shit to basically like do your voodoo magic on a female to slowly hypnotize her into your bedroom. That's yeah, really what yeah, it like is. Wor- words, the frequency, how you say it, the deepness in it, right? Yeah. The, the uh, you know the frequency of like 
hey, what's up? You know, like girls like There's that. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. And that's so strange because that may work only on a few of them. And you don't know which ones. <laughs> no, it's, it's always a guessing game, right? I mean, you can like, think like that one is like to be talking. But in reality, no, she's really into that guy. And you're like, is she though? And then you just go with yours. Because how often are men really the same? They're not. You know what I'm saying? We're all, both men and women are so nuanced, complicated. Right? Yeah. yeah, complicated, nuanced, where that's why I'm encouraging before we go to nonverbal communication is to get out there and try to do it old school still and just, you know, don't even do the social media stuff. Don't try to get, you know, back history on somebody before you meet them. Just go in there and just, you know, let the game begin and just try to learn each other and feel each other out. And that yeah. sucks because the rules are feel like they're never going to change. I think it's always going to be man has to lead first. Man has to take the plunge and take the L's while the women hopefully and this feels like this might be a thing is they revert back to some understanding of, you know, the differences so, between. So when you say that, because one of the things I thought about while you said that was, uh, you know, mass shootings mm. and people talk about mental illness within men because, of the, like, if you look at it, majority of mass shootings are men, right? Mm-hmm. But why I brought that up was, I mean, I stated this before, that men are supposed to take the rejection, right? And I've came to this agreement where Men have a lot of stress in life that we just have to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. Once you leave this house, once you leave your house and you go out to the world, you're you're not physically, but you're subconsciously in a, a battle against the world oh, at all times. Being attacked at all costs. Being attacked at all costs, right? Yeah. Somebody for your job, somebody from your for your money, for trying your to girl, get your shit, yeah, for your money, for your life. It's a job right? out there, and and then you have to go out there and you have to. Whatever the society puts on you, you have to succeed. You have to overcome. Mm. And then you go, you're doing all that, and then you go out there and you're like, let me go holler at this girl. Rejected. Mm. Let me go get this job. Rejected. rejected. You know? Yeah. Rejected about whatever it is in mm. life. Um, one of the things I came to agree was like, yeah, maybe that we do, but maybe it's also like, maybe there's a lot of men that are not growing up to feel loved. I mean, even think about how people have daughters and how they raise their daughters opposed to how they raise their boys. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They they protect their women. They're they're they're, they're you for the most part. They're baby girls. Yeah. But for the boys, it's like go out there, get hurt. Oh, you cry. What the fuck is wrong with you, right? And mm-hmm. granted, you have to learn how to deal with the life. I'm just saying, from nurture throughout life, most men aren't even known learn how to love themselves. True. Or understand how someone could love them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, that's just adding to what you're like what you're saying though. You know, like the constant rejection and. And and have to just get up, get up, and not even express how you feel about right. it, you know. But the benefit of being a man is stand up and pee, fucking kill life every day if you wanted to, just busting nuts on you know fucking frying pans and cooking them. There's just a frivolous. There's a frivolous and a non like a I don't give a fuck attitude that every guy got. And and I agree with you because what we're examining is kind of trying to recalibrate. Uh, you know the dynamic of uh, a young a young man growing up, you know, and trying to figure out. And I think it's, I think also I agree with you. I think there's a lot of problems. I think in the way that, you know, uh, home structures are led to believe like are being run, kind mm. of like oh, dual income, parents are at the house. Um, if that's the case, mainly but, mainly female teachers. Yeah, mainly female teachers. You know, I mean, uh, you know, so society standards, social media. Um, as a boy, I can only imagine, or, or as a, a boy coming up through those ranks, it, for sure it's tough. 
uh, no different than any other generation, I think, but shedding light on this particular era is because of its effect through, you know, the, the media aspect. That is that is more fascinating, only because it seems more poignant, a little more direct now, where back mm-hmm. then we were reading magazines that were for older people, yeah. at least that it felt like we were getting content that we knew that was for older generation. I think today, I think they're kind of blurring those lines. For younger, right? Yeah, they're kind of introducing it a little earlier and, you know, not having any responsibility in in that. Not to say it's their fault because a lot of it is, well, you decided to watch it, which totally makes sense. And maybe that just goes to show more for the environment of community, maybe. I, I don't know what the right answer is, but just having more people in place to kind of guide young men whether it's actually in the household or even just like you know sports uh, you know clubs uh you know whatever it is that you know hobbies that kids get into and you're able to find you know mentorship and being able to have you know camaraderie amongst men yeah you know and that feels like that's been lost throughout the years at least publicly it 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 does seem like other than sports that men are not really celebrated as Mm -hmm. much no yeah like at least into the mass majority in entertainment or whatnot yes right yes uh because one of the things i had talked to another friend was like i like with like uh bruce jenner turning to caitlin jenner right yeah one of the one of the funniest or most ironic things to me was like maybe what six seven months into being a lady that she turned into the woman of the year yeah now I was like, now how is that fair for women that've been year the women the whole year? For real, you know, and and grinding for what they did. But at that what? point, women wouldn't say anything because you were against, you know, the trans LGBTQ. So yeah, or you don't want to be you don't want to be ostracized. You don't want to be ostracized. Yeah. That's why if you're on that swim team with that girl winning first or that you know uh, dude converting into a female and yeah. just winning first place, and you're over here just like. Like you're not gonna say nothing. Ain't no one gonna say nothing. I, I guess this is what it is. Like, it's like you gotta keep on. You doing still don't it see the beans against the Franks. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. It's like okay, it feels in my head. I'm thinking, well, if this is the case, and just to drive the point home, let's just all compete in women's sports until it's like okay, can we now finally recognize this is fucking ridiculous and just yeah. get back to what we're fucking doing? Yeah. Because if no one's saying something now, it feels like it's just gonna continue on. Well, one of the things I I said this probably even months ago, probably harking back, we need to just get to the point where we just appreciate the differences in people and things. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We won't all have to be the same, yeah, right? Yeah, we don't. Like, we don't. do I think there should be an equal amount of opportunity if you did the equal amount of work? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, competitive field, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Nuanced in each respective thing. No exactly. blanket like no, you're, all oh, women. Yeah. All none of that no, bullshit. No, no, no. like yeah, if yeah, yeah. okay, if a woman wants to be a Navy SEAL, right? Yeah. Then you you stand to the Navy SEAL standard. You don't bring it down. No. You lift up, you go up to And it, on the opposite side, if you the woman in this whole class of, you know, Navy, you know, seamen are, you know, cleaning, you know, toilets, you're doing about the same amount. Ain't nobody doing no less, no more, and you gotta I want equal parts in the lower half too, not yeah. just the upper tier. Yeah. Like, hey, you fucking, you know what I'm saying? You washing dishes? Yeah, we want equal rights in washing dishes too. It can't just be CEOs and top level shit. You got to be equal rights, even for the shitty jobs. Yeah, and be fighting for that shit too. But you ain't never hear about none of that. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean like I think they're now just adjusting some of it, but it's like trying to get a middle ground on on like the physical fitness. But why? Like, there's a part where it's like. <laughs> 
the the more I guess extreme version of me is like, don't you rather go up instead of go down? Exactly. Like move up your mm-hmm. your skills. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I like don't bring the bar down to make it equal for exactly. all. Exactly. Like like uh, one of the things. Now this sounds controversial, but ah. I, I I like I'm a believer. Like let everybody go to college. If you want to go to Harvard, go. Yeah. And if you fail, that's on your fucking ass. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You shouldn't not stop someone. Mm-hmm. Don't change your standard, Harvard. Mm-hmm. If somebody chooses to go there, yeah. right? Okay, go. Yeah. Should be first come, first serve. It should be first who, come, uh, first serve. Who, who apply for it, right? Yeah. And then when they get in and they can't hold their own, that's on you. Because what? guess what in life? When you're an adult and you're out there trying to live and you can't hold your own, most people don't give a shit. No. That's what's strange. It's like, so these, these constructs of schools, both university and regular, we're supposed to get you prepared for life. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it's throughout time, it seems like it's the opposite. Hey, man, let's learn about these fucking, you know, these these trigonometry squares right quick. Let's learn about this fucking I mean, that, that's people. important for a certain section of things. For a yeah. subsect of fucking yeah, people. Yeah, like engineering a lot of people. things or you're creating new things, Can't right? remember last time I was doing my accounting, trying to do some fucking... You know, the graphs off of my fucking T1-4000, whatever, fucking Texas instrument. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and not to say there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it feels like, as of right now, it feels like they definitely got to revamp fucking high school for sure. And they got to revamp the fucking middle school experience that's, because that's it seems like, like, even it seems like we were behind when we were in that shit. It's yeah. like, damn, okay, we're just barely getting the computer in eighth grade, at least no, oh, this is a computer class. Well, no. sixth grade, we got some of the fucking yeah. organ trail shit. Yeah, but we already knew by then, some of us already had a computer in the house. Yeah. I thought that when you're at school, you're supposed to be seeing the most innovative shit for your generation. Instead, well, you're just kind of behind of now, the, what's now happening wonder, now. Okay, so you might be leaning on that, that side then, too. Because, like, uh, hmm. when, you're, when you're, your kid gets older, are you going to put him in private school? I'm not even put him in school. At least at this point, I am putting him in no gal in school right now. Okay. I'll wait until that time comes to see what the options are. But the way it feels, by the time my kid probably wants to go to school, there's going to be a lot of different options. Because okay. even right now, it seems like there's plenty, and it seems like there's a lot of alternative uh, ways to do it. I'm just curious to see where we stand, you know, socially and culturally in this state, in this town, come, you know, down the line. Okay. I already know it's already changing. But if you had the chance, would you put them in private or public school? Uh, Private, for sure, if I could pay for it. But I don't know, like I said, if it's going to be stipend out. Because I went through public school. I think public school is fucking nonsense. See, and everybody knows saying that, right? Yes. But I went to public school, and I'm perfectly fine. I I mean, I've gotten to where I'm at. But is it because of public school? I mean, I can't take it away from them and say it wasn't. True. But you can't also say this specifically helped. But me. a lot of people are saying that. That's why I'm. Well, that's that why I'm getting public at. school. So exactly what you're arguing towards me is what I'm arguing against other people. Oh, it's private school. You went through public school. I'm not saying you. Some yeah. other people. You went to public school and you're successful and you did stuff. That it wouldn't doesn't matter. Oh, but see, my thinking is this. That's like saying my parents then should have just never came to America to have a better life. Because I'm thinking in my head, public school is the baseline. And if I understand school correctly and its history, I it was bullshit to begin with. But I didn't know that until after I was going <laughs> to high school. So the whole school system based on the Rockefeller idea was nonsense. So mm-hmm. me knowing that and knowing its inception is only in like the you know, the sixties or the fifties whenever it started, 
yeah, it's definitely bullshit. So in my head, as somebody trying to further legacy, at least, it's like, okay, if my dad didn't go to, you know, or he did go to school, and I think he was able to get to high school, but it was really hard for him, then me was able to go to school, you know, without having issue. The next step is to try to get the next kin to go to, at least in this argument, between public and private. I've had the private, public experience. I'd rather go private. Now, is it saying it's a better education? No. But what it is, is I'm trying to pay for what I would hope to believe is best case scenario to get the best education because I'm to believe that private school people and the way that they're funded and their ethos and everything they do is well, you know, kind of manicured to incentivize people to want to go there for those purposes. Where I think what happened with public school is it slowly became just kind of like a free daycare. They're just like, ah, oh, just go and, you know, I'll pick you up later and this and that. And don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's cool in the idea that this is essentially generally what everybody else is doing for the most part because if it ain't this, homeschool people are weird and then private school people are rich. So this is where everybody else is at. This is general population. Like I said, going forward, I think that that, that definitely changes because through the last couple of years, I've definitely seen homeschooling become a lot more accepted. Charter schools become way more prevalent, um, you know, even so far to the point, not in this state, but other states where it's like, oh, you could, there's no district lines. You could just go whatever but, school you want. So, but what I'm getting at, right, is like there's a lot of public school people saying that they're, that have been successful because you have to be somewhat successful to get to private school, right? And I'm sitting there like, wait, you went through it. You became successful. You can still go through public school and be successful. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, on both sides, it's mm-hmm. really the drive of the kid. Now, I will probably say public school might force someone to go there. I don't know the rules of getting kicked out of pub, mm-hmm. uh, private school. I've never went, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've seen a lot of friends, and it seems like a lot of my public school friends are saying, oh, I'm taking private school. And then not to, you know, you do whatever the fuck you want. But I'm like, when did you get so sedity? Like, look at where you're at from public school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the I, happenstance I, of private school, though, at least for the, some of the the people that I know, that it feels like, damn, it was just one bad group of people that you just kind of get swept away with. Not to say that those bad people aren't in private schools, but in private school, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it's like this. If private school isn't working out, then I could just put them in a charter school or I could go straight to public again, mm-hmm. if that's the case. Yeah. Where it seems like if you're in, in, in public school, for most people that put public school, it's almost like, well, this is my only option. Does that make sense? So I get what you're saying where it's like success unless it's on the kid. Cool. But if I could even sway that just a little bit, because to me, I think a lot of how things happen is on who you meet in high school. I could have been hanging out with just this crowd. And for all I know, I'm so impressionable. I could have just went that whole lifestyle. You get what I'm saying? And you but see you, a lot you also more. Chose not to. I mean, like, I don't well, know. I did. But I, I is know. that happenstance or is that on me? And I just get and, lucky. And, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like on a both side, right? Like yeah. all, all I'm saying is like there's this. I, I'm not a necessarily against private school. I'm just thinking you're just tired of people it. talking shit about I, I, public school. Yeah, because I'm like we. It's, it's literally like talking shit. But can we admit that public school isn't when you, good though? when you're doing good? Huh? Can we admit that public school the kid, system is? I don't have a kid to sit there and say. But it, just the idea. A, yeah, I, I don't like. There's fixes in in public schools, right? I like what I started to notice, especially I think we were doing well, is because we went to the newer school every time. Right. For the most part, we went to the newest school, which had the more incentivized, the freshest idea teachers because they're going to have more likely students that fell in line. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Now the older the school gets, for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And a, and the neighbor, if the neighborhood goes down, then the education system will go down with it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. now you're teaching school kids that don't want to be there with parents that are putting their kids to public like uh, uh, daycare, right? And they're not doing anything at home mm-hmm. to to incentivize their kids to do well. Yeah. So. That's all I'm saying. Well, I can see why private school will do that. But when I ran into some people at private school, I, I see that sometimes are no different than the people who I know that bust their oh, ass off sure. in public school. Oh, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then a lot of but times. But that's why I never too, put my kid in school in general. And, <laughs> and, and for the most part, I, I tend to find the people who went to public school understand how to deal with people, like understand how to do with community, how, how to how to do a society a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? I think and, based and, on and, numbers for and, sure. And yeah, well, based on numbers, I, I mean, that's a good point. I, I, it's not like I have to write down everyone and do a check, but a lot of them have to understand how to deal with more people mm-hmm. than public school I or think, private school for the most part as like different sets of people, you know? I think the way people approach private school, at least as we <laughs> understand it thus far is this is my kid's ticket to get to private or to get to, to university. Yeah. See, where I'm thinking in my head, I'm just thinking more of an environment that is just poignant on uh, certain learning tools. And hopefully I could, you know, fucking uh, vet the teachers because in a private setting, they're not protected necessarily by a union, per se. It's more employed by the private company mm-hmm. where, you know, if you hate a teacher, they're just going to do what the, you know, the fucking diocese which, be doing. Like, oh, we're just going to transfer that motherfucker over there. Like, we ain't, which, this is tenured. Like, which comes to uh, another point, which is like, it's it's weird. There's a thin line, right? Like, mm. which private schools seem to have more structure, more rules, more guidelines. Would you say that? Um, I don't know. I've never been to private school. But you want to go to put someone in a private school, okay? Like but I said, if it, there it, was an option seemed, between the two, I would have it, it to put like private, private school. Schools, but I wouldn't put my kid in school either because I think private school is bullshit too. It seems like private schools usually have a, dre- a very particular dress code. Yes. Right? Yes. And a, a very particular set of rules, right? Yes. And if you don't follow those rules, you get out, right? Yes. So where I was going to go with is that having a structure, having rules, having hard rules tend to drive people to either get in line or shit the fuck out, right? Yes. While in public school, the problem is, right, mm-hmm. you have a lot of people who don't want you to, don't want to hold their kids accountable or don't even know how to hold their kids accountable mm-hmm. that are voting these things like, oh, you shouldn't make them feel that way. Mm-hmm. And because you have too many of that, because unfortunately, those people can't afford a private school. They can't even, you know, I'm just hypothetically saying, but they can't even hold themselves accountable. No, I agree. You know? So how are they gonna? But see, that's why the perfect a perfect solution is just free choice. Then well, and, when I, and what I was trying to go with that is sometimes it's better to have strict rules. I think at certain ages, yeah. Because I think when we're thinking like, like when I'm thinking private school, I'm thinking high school exclusively in my yeah, mind because yeah. I'm not thinking elementary. Because well, like because we will have like the Mary Hill. Ones but that's that what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking in my head. I think disciplinary, you know, is great for younger kids. Clearly, because certain age ranges and. I would be fine with teachers making absorbent amounts of money for youth ages. Anything f- first, kindergarten and sixth grade, I think, is the most important. I could do without seventh beyond. I honestly think those aren't even necessary. Seventh, eighth, maybe, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary. First through sixth, those motherfuckers should be getting paid LeBron James money, personally. Um, that's why I think the only the solution would be free choice. And I think whatever we spend on students, which I think right now eclipses maybe $12,000 a person, what we pay for public schools, just each student costs that much. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, clearly we're not getting the results. So why don't we just have free choice where if I'm a parent, I could just take my kid to whatever school I like to 
in whenever I feel like driving and just have that be stipend, charter included, private included, because you can almost make an argument that that is close to the tuition. If we're paying publicly and we put a lot of money into public fucking public funding for schools on top of the California lottery getting putting their money into it too, there's a lot of fucking money that goes into that shit. So you figure if each student costs that much and you're a parent and you're trying to live in the district you want your kid to go to and you got to buy a fucking 500000 home just to have the hope to have your kid be in that school, that shit makes no sense. So that's why I'm thinking in my head well, open well, yeah, enrollment yeah, yeah, and that's where, like, because right now, uh, I believe California is in a surplus, right? Like they're saying, like, uh, last time I think I read it was, like, mm-hmm. almost $100 billion. And to me, I'm like, okay, all right. There should be no fucking public school that's trash. Fix mm-hmm. that shit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you put ten billion, that should fix a lot of schools. But should it though? Because we keep on throwing money at it, but then yet I, I we're, mean, okay, we're well, poor. Uh, well, like, I mean, like you're you're, you're saying, okay, should it? We need harder defined regulations on paying attention to what's going on with the school, because you're, you're throwing right like things are getting thrown and nothing being fixed. It's because they do audits, but what does an audit really do when you don't hold it accountable? Yeah, so, I, I, so yeah. you have to make that stricter. So yes, it, I'm saying it should. Because you have the money and the funding to do that. Mm-hmm. Now you have the proper auditing to fucking follow this shit mm-hmm. and go through it, right? So you, you bring up a good point on that, but then I, I'll give you those answers on that. Yeah. Right? So to me, like, you, if we're talking about public, there should not be, I feel like there shouldn't really be a bad school. So this is all one big pot, but then you break it up because of the, the, the area you live, you know? Mm-hmm. Like redistricting, that went on for years in Elk Grove. Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. I always wonder how the fuck does a school, does people from Marietta, Rancho Marietta, mm-hmm. get to go to the newest school, even if it's five more miles further yeah. away from the school they were yeah. just going to. Exactly. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's what happens. Yeah. So that's that's trash. That needs to get fixed. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, when we got a fucking surplus, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Hey, 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 <laughs> California, right? This is my plan. This is my plan. Listen to me. <laughs> We have $100 billion, right? Let's go ahead and put about $20 billion to the side and make the people's family who lost their businesses whole again. Oh, that'd be nice. You know? Yeah. Because what the fuck? It was taken right? away from them. Yeah. And then let's go ahead, since we're $100 billion over, we can kind of lower the taxes a little bit. I don't see why not. You know? We can kind of do that. I don't see why but not. Let, let's go ahead and try to keep these major companies here, mm-hmm. incentivize that. Now, I mean... I think don't take away everything because I, I I think people still need to pay their fair share. Just because you're a business doesn't mean you don't have to pay taxes. You should pay taxes. Yeah. But let's do something to incentivize them to stay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's those fine. are the, those are the two things. The rest of the money, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, if if by happen chance someone works for the government, go ahead and pay them more. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but yes, pro government here, right? Yes. Or or like or or like even like there's a part where. You know, uh, I'm not saying it happens often in California, but if there's mass shootings at school, why aren't we having more armed police there? I mean, we're already paying Strange. for it, right? We're, we're technically already paying for it. We're paying a lot of it. Yeah. Right? We're I already agree. paying all this stuff. Yeah. So we have, you know, armed guards in front of banks, but not in front of new schools. It is strange. Are you, a, well, and I could probably see why you would be opposed to this, but are you opposed to rural areas getting government internet? And not a, like like why isn't there why isn't there like a utility through the government of Uni- of California that is providing internet to rural areas? Because right now, mm-hmm. if you don't have internet access, you're behind. Mm, good point. 
one of the things that was going on with students during COVID, right, was mm-hmm. the ones that didn't have internet or had one computer were being vast left behind than the students that mm-hmm. that had multiple computers. See, but it begs the question: What is the purpose of school? Well, it's supposed to educate, but what I'm saying is right now is the access to internet, right? I'm just saying that based complete, on today's world, yeah, today's mm-hmm. world, right? Ha- not having access to the internet and having access to that information, you're going to be left behind, especially in school. True, you know. But that's what leads to the mandate and, of what is the purpose of school, because I'm led to believe that according to the man who started the whole idea was like, we ain't trying to get no critical thinking in here. We just need workers. And that's why it's it was made that way back in the days. Nine to five, 15 break, 15 break, half an hour mimics a lot of workplaces. But it, it makes me wonder, though, because like, well, one, yeah, like one of the main reasons too for school, right, was uh, not just for school, but just in labor laws. Was I, if I if I'm correct, it was this limit. It was the limit younger kids to take older people's jobs and leave them out of like. So they'll have like a 12 year old yeah. do co work because they're younger, less tired or whatever, yeah. or not as tired or whatever. Mm-hmm. And by the time those 12 year olds turn 30 and have all these health issues, they'll drop them for the next 12 year old. So it's trying to limit that so people can still have a job when they're in their 30s or 40s. You know, I have to I look mean, that up again. Maybe that was one of the, the statements is like. To limit labor laws and abuse of children. I can see that. But it's also to protect the older people from... So they can keep their job. Keep their job. That's what, to me, it seems like it's always led to some weird form of obedience in job placement, at least in the idea of what initial schooling was. Now, the argument that's made for the 21st century is, all right, if we are paying a lot into this, then let's get these kids ready for what's in store when they get down there. But who knows what's down there in the future see how do yeah, you we don't a, know right that's why how do you well, get like, a, a like bunch of, of kids prepared like one of the things that somebody pointed out to me uh, years ago right and yeah. i thought it was kind of bs at the time but now i'm seeing it right yeah. uh kids in the tech industry is going to be booming no matter what right because mm-hmm. every kid's on tech right mm-hmm. but now we're losing certain jobs like plumbing yeah you know regular or, or, or auto, auto uh, hvac you know, shit you yeah know what I'm saying? and people like if if and i think this was a kevin samuel's point too it was about just the job but also mm-hmm. the the name and the prestige of a job you know if oh, if you told a woman you're a plumber women are gonna look down on you but people don't realize that plumbers can make a bunch of money true you know mm-hmm. 60 to 70 dollars an hour depending on if you think that's a lot of money or not i, I think that is for mm-hmm. most people you know but people are losing those skills mm-hmm. well we're not and they kevin samuel said this too he said something to the effect of we're not uh, applauding average people, yeah, exactly. and that's average shit. And don't get me wrong, from a monetary standpoint, you know, success gauged wise, whatever. But in terms of a, a plumber, HVAC, or any one of those like hard labor, high labor uh, jobs that, like, to your point, are kind of turning over in terms of age, those are definitely great jobs to have for sure. At least, mon- you know, money wise. But like you said, in today's quote unquote idea, something like that wouldn't be necessarily so appealing but you know what kevin samuel was saying is like yeah i mean average people need to be praised both men and women yeah like because there's people that do stuff like you know entertain and maybe this is a very small percentage but there's also people that are you know managers ceos whatever and then there's people who are you know blue collar hard-working people that isn't that and then there's someone there's so many levels and everybody needs to be you know uh applauded and everybody you I'm, know, kind of does that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you're not on social media that much. And one of the the things that I think messes with me mentally, right, is like, is this whole idea of like, 
you working a nine to five job and you're living a boring life. If you're not living your best life or you're not chasing the thing you absolutely love, you're not living life. And it's like, who's, who's the fuck says that you can't work a job and enjoy what you do outside. Mm -hmm. And that is the, the thing that's being pushed. Another thing I started to see, right. Also what we brought about the only fans is that, and whatever, make your money, I guess. Right. But now there's, there's a shortage of workers in general because mm -hmm. most people are seen like the YouTubers or whatever and most people are going towards that route mm -hmm. and don't think they have to work. And now people mm -hmm. are getting lazy, like good and bad demand a little bit more you pay. But then there's also a part where it's like, no, man, you're not supposed to, in my opinion, you're not supposed to be a lifetime minimum wage worker. Yeah. It was supposed to be a starting point. So mm -hmm. you can go anywhere, right? Exactly. Over here you fighting know, for minimum you, wage, higher minimum yeah. wage. Like that's not how it works. Cause then it fucks everything up because everything goes up because it's the fact that your baseline is here, then all everything that was baseline just Goes follows more. it up. Yeah. But then, but then I have a question for you on that too, right? Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that I've noticed, well, you're probably going to think differently. What's your thoughts on billionaires? Like what? Just, I mean, what's you like? I'd like to be one. You sure. like, would you like, I mean, obviously we all like to be one. I mean, money seems like that's the game, but in terms of what should they exist or? Yeah, I asked that. I mean, I would assume that they've always existed. I don't know. I can't even, if I, if you I guess would it, I pay guess me a billion dollars to write down how many zeros are in a billion, I'd probably fucking lose a billion dollars. That's how fucking I'm like, I don't know what even that looks like. Like I, I want to say maybe, there's about nine. See, but maybe would you willing to put a billion dollars on it? I'm pretty, I'm pretty close about, I'm pretty close that it will. Cause you see, have, you're a mathematician. You have, uh, well, yeah. Cause like you have, you have three for a thousand, okay. right? You have three for about a million, okay. three for about a hundred million or, or so are, are actually six. Okay. Right. And then after that is a billion. So yeah, if you had like nine and about nine zeros, okay. you'd be either billion to a trillionaire, you know, yeah. but what I would say, I, what I would say is like for me, right. I'm not, I don't ever want to stop somebody from making money, but there's a point where I'm just like, it, number wise, like if you had six hundred million dollars, right? Like your fucking family is good for a very long time. Yeah. Breaking down just basic math, right? Yeah, yeah. For if sure. you got a half a percent a year mm -hmm. at six hundred million dollars, you're, you're chilling, looking at about three million a year. Yeah. That's that's over two hundred thousand dollars a month. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane. True. So when you hear people that are like, oh, ten multi billionaire, it's just like it, it trips me out. It's not about, I don't know, maybe it is the whole, you know, euphoria of like working, not euphoria, but like trying to make a perfect society. But there's a point where it's like, I just, I don't understand, I don't fathom the need to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, most people don't like hoarders. They're like, oh, this person's a hoarder. Mm -hmm. Hoarding money. And now, granted, this is different because you don't see it, but, but we love people who hoard money. Mm -hmm. You know? I think those people have been existing long before we ever were born. Because I think that's legacy money or some shit like that we don't well, know about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about Elon Musk was legacy money. But yeah, what, what his parents, saying? Emerald, Emerald dealer. Really? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. His father, they, they own like the biggest mine or Emerald like mining thing in in Australia or wherever he's from. Yeah, uh, I think South. His Africa. father, yeah, Emerald. And I was like Emerald. I'm like, what the fuck? This is some kind of like adventure story. Who the fuck? Oh well, yeah, the Emerald. Well, I would probably say like I think a lot of people also get lost at like uh, people are self made, and I'm like, uh, no, you you, you apply yeah. help. Somebody helped you to get to where wherever it was, but uh, I didn't know that. I'll look that up. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't know that part. 
but I would say that I think it would be it, it, I think it would be relative meaning that a multimillionaire in 19 the early 1900s like 1902 mm. is equivalent to a billionaire you know what I'm saying because there's of, not a lot of them of, that's for sure because of the and I'm saying because of the the, the value of the dollar mm. or the money at the time shit but 1902 who's billionaire you could probably name that on your one hand and that's what I'm thinking those same people are have just barely given billions to like billions is some other worldly shit. Where I'm thinking in my head, that is, that is old money from somewhere. In the millions, I think that's cool because a lot of millionaires are self-made. Because you've seen millionaires yeah. made in our lifetime, mm-hmm. you know. But billionaires, I agree with you. That's some other world, like other things at play, and I don't want to concern myself in it. Is no, it necessary? Was- Do I agree with it? I, to be honest, I don't even want to say just because it feels like those are the people that really run the world. And, and, and oh, not in a fucked up way, but just kind of like, okay, if I'm the Waltons, yeah, we run Walmart. And then we have, you know, just bought this as a piece to our portfolio yeah. and whatever else they own and so on and so forth. So side note, like not the Waltons, but, you know, mm-hmm. so LeBron just got, just got, or Forbes says he's the first billionaire active NBA player. Okay. Right. And then I was just thinking the other day, I was like, how crazy is it that the team that you play for, the owner that you pay for, play for, you make, you have more money than them. That is strange. Now, I don't know. I don't really understand how much, I don't really know what Jeannie Buss owns or how much she is, mm-hmm. but it's trippy to know that you're paying, right? Just think about this. I am now paying this, this billionaire $40 million a year. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to pay you shit, really, yeah. but because we want to keep you here, because you are an employee, right? Of you're our, you're, yeah. you're a employee of our stuff, but you have more money than technically me, and uh, I'm paying you forty. Yeah. GD Bus definitely has more. I mean, if you value, and I don't know how much she owns of the Lakers, but yeah. Lakers valuation has got to be well. That's yeah, and, and granted, too, what, right. I think ten I mean, billion. I mean, over exaggerated, but uh, I would say um, you got a point there for sure. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but she like, don't have it in liquid. I think Braun has it but, liquid. But no, that's that, what's that, crazy. That's the thing, when they do evaluation. <laughs> Your assets, right? It's yeah. it's uh, and I have to look up what it was, but assets would be your total valuation of like what you what your value of like say you value of a home minus the debt that you mm-hmm. own. So you know, yeah, you Lakers. bought your home in two thousand twelve yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It was two fifty at the time. Mm-hmm. Now your your home's worth six hundred, right? Mm-hmm. So you and whatever you paid down to, whatever's yes. left on the loan adds into it, yeah. right? So you're like, yeah, four hundred. So that's part of your asset. That's part of your yeah. your valuation because if you sold, that's what you'd be up. Mm-hmm. And then if. Technically, Technically te- it's the yeah. debt standard. <laughs> huh? Technically, it's the debt standard. Even though if you sold, you got four hundred, but technically, you owe on it, so you are rich based on your debt, not necessarily. No, that's a business as, idea. Oh, the asset. So yeah, so assets. So there's a difference between business and personal, right? Okay. And, okay. In a business, oh, you're talking about the genie bus shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, you okay, know, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. I was talking about you. But yes. If it was genie bus, yes, yes, she would be richer because of the assets or whatever mm-hmm. and the debt right mm-hmm. and that's so stupid to me that you can value the debt on a business like that but well, the because standard. sometimes the debt can turn into a write-off can turn into mm-hmm. uh possible to the money plus. as well too yep. right so but for personal people it's usually your assets minus minus liabilities minus liabilities you know so, but that's what's crazy is because the way i understand the way i look at it you're only as rich as how much you owe because not a lot of people buy their house outright cash. Not no. a lot of people buy their cars outright cash. So all it's financed. So then technically, 
your worth is based in the hypothetical of what those things are worth, at least in a monetary well, value. And, and also in a business, right? If you yes. Bought a car, if you bought like a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, a work car, a work car, right? Yes. Uh, a G wagon because everybody loves those. I absolutely don't care about them. Horrible looking cars, right? One hundred fifty thousand, yes. right? So because you bought it through a business and you could write down the depreciated value, right? Mm-hmm. Even though the car, if you drove it off the the market or drove it off the lot, you drove it around. The resale value now. This is different times because cars are going higher. Yeah. Resale value for the most part would drop maybe fifteen twenty percent, mm-hmm. but the depreciating value of the car under the business is like say four percent. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and so you incentivize that businesses, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, and that's why another thing too, where some people talk about businesses and all this stuff, like business. Even though I I, I did say keep the business here and charge them less because we have a hundred billion over incentivized. Business got a lot of incentives. That oh, I think people, a lot. Like sometimes when I hear business people cry, I'm like, "What? Are you, like no. you just didn't do your business well." But I think that's a that's more of the on the on the devil side looking at the idea of capitalism. It's like, oh, there's just it's always more, more, more. See, and that's and I've heard that too, and it's kind of a weird thinking point because we pride ourselves at least in the theory of what America is with the idea of capitalism. Mm-hmm. You make something out of nothing, you got that, and then you hear you know that kind of narrative come out where it's like. Man, it's always something with business owners. And it's like the people who are on the other side say it that way. The people who are business owners are like, motherfucker, I'm already paying this much in taxes. What the fuck? Like, oh, yeah. see, and this is kind of – and I'm more of the proponent of, you know, businesses are the way to go. There's a reason why it's incentivized because yeah. everybody should be like doing this it. this right now should be a business, right? Yes. So in LLC, yes. so if anything happens, we say anything, you Boom. don't get sued. Exactly. You right. suing this the, fictitious this, character. Yeah, because now that has its own social security is EIN Something, or yeah, whatever. It's own right? EIN pin. And yeah. that was its own uh, entity. Entity. Not a life force, but entity, Liability right? away from me, liability yeah. from you, and that's the business in its own. Now that business can come to us, but mm-hmm. – yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I like, there's a lot of incentives for business. You know? Yeah. And I agree with you. I think that it's just the backwards thinking of today's world. And it's, it's the same thing well, to your well, point yeah. of not being rejected because business, the same idea. You're trying to put an idea out there. It might not fly. Are you going to quit? Yeah. It's got to keep on pushing on. And that's, that's, it's that versus, you know, and and you said something about the more and more of a business, right? And mm-hmm. this harkens back to what I believe what Kevin Seven was trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the high, it really is to me the what is being shown on social media, like I talked about the booties, the tits, the money. It's like you just being a human isn't good enough anymore. That's the way it makes it feel, yeah. That's how it feels, right? Yeah. I've heard that narrative too before. You know? It's so much. Like, we live in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. What's the most hated people in Sacramento? I don't know. State workers, right? Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right, yeah. Right? Yeah. State workers. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, it's like... I mean, that's the majority of the that's the majority, that's the majority of the, of the city. The, the city, right? Yeah, yeah. But most people are like, I can't stand state workers. But guess what's happening? Yeah. Most businesses are run from state workers. Most businesses run from the... the those people, it's it, just it's, part it's of one of the, the things, economy, right? Yeah. And then, for the most part, depending on what side you look on, you know, yeah. if you talk to our parents, because where they grew up, you got on with a government job and a state job. My gosh, you've made it. You have a great mm-hmm. job. You have a great career. Yeah. Well, now our generation's like, you are a state worker. You're lazy. You're whack. You're weak. You didn't mm-hmm. live your best life. At least, you know, that's what it seems like, mm-hmm. right? You're uh, a leech to society. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing your own business, you're not living your life. 
Yeah, I think state work definitely gets a, a brunt of the criticism. But I think it's only because it's a majority of what the city is. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, well, that's the bad guy because that's the person that we see on TV all the time. It's like uh, the government's LLC itself. It's a fictitious character. The people that are a part of it don't even identify with it. And you don't blame them because, it, well, I mean, it's not you, but I mean, you know, it's just like yeah, the idea. Yeah, it's you. It's the idea. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm paying your, I'm paying your tax, as bad as your salary. It, as bad as it sounds, and I would go there. Yeah. Like, is when I, like, when I was younger, I had friends like that nigger. It'd be like, oh, but not you. You're my friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Same. But wait a minute, I'm. Yeah. Like. I look like that person. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I'm associated to from other people as like that, that person. person. Yeah. You know, see, so it's like. Using and if you need to bleep that out, go ahead, bleep that out. But that's yeah. just how it is. I mean, that is that a good is that a good example? That is a good example. It is strange. It is a uh, what are they uh, contradictory? It's mm-hmm. uh, but that's who we are. That's what we are. I am a walking contradictor. We oh, are. I am. But sure. I think as that's why it's healthy to talk these things out because. You learn about those things about yourself I, and try to work it through, you know? I'm walking contradictory, but like, I can't believe this girl on social media making a bunch of money off of her booties or whatever. Yeah. And then at night, be like, I'm kind of lonely. Let me go uh, watch. Let me go, go rub one it. out. To... Come on, man. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> right? And that's, that's who we are. And, and I, it's weird because it's like, there's yeah. a part we like it and there's a part that we absolutely hate. Yes. It, you know? Both have to exist. It's the dark passenger that I'd never acknowledge. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's always with me. And it's always going to be there. And I got to learn how to you know, coexist with it to fully exonerate yourself from your dark side. It's almost begging for a blow up. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just coexisting and understanding that there's always going to be that side to you and just slowly weaning off of it. But sometimes that shit gets out of hand and that's cool dark too. Dark side is easy. Yeah, like it's really, it is. I mean, like Star Wars, but it, it, it is, is because you just like, I mean, Speaks a lot of, of times, a lot of times when you go to the dark side of your life or whatever, a lot of people you see fall apart. Mm. You know, they don't have control. They don't have yeah, self control. No, no. I mean, self control. But <laughs> I was trying to think of other that's things, really self control. Really self control right? because you're allowing yourself to your vices to take take part. control. Yeah, of you, you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, that was a good conversation on that last part, though. Hey, it's all good. Hey, thank you, brother. Hey, thank you for dinner and and doing live. I love oh, live. It, live. Tell, the people, tell people what you thought about the dinner, man. Like Marcus made a fried chicken adobo sauce with uh, balsamic spinach and tomato uh, saute on the side. It, it was nice. It was good. I I, I got to step it up, guys. But it was a it was a, my first time ever trying that. It was kind of a. I mean, for a, your fifth time trying to do something you never done before, and the chicken was finished, and the sauce hit the right notes i mean i can't complain it was edible i ain't gonna lie i probably had that dish at a restaurant for like you know 15 20 bucks at yeah. some point so there you go keep on improving man thank for you sure. man sky high Noxu cow Noxu cow all day long baby